Hi, welcome to the ministry of Prophet Daniel Jedu, a word and spirit based ministry because we are born of the word and born of the spirit. His God given mandate is to raise babes in Christ into spiritual maturity by a deliberate teaching of the complete and pure word of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and to take the gospel to the nations of the earth. Prophet Daniel Jedu is the lover of the word and a passionate teacher of the word of God. And his ministry is accompanied by strong teaching, healing, and prophetic grace. All over the world, his teachings are busting the faith of many people and revealing what the mind of God is for them. Many people have come to receive supernatural encounters through his ministry. The message you are about to listen to has been designed specifically to grow you into spiritual maturity. So many people have received testimonies by listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast. Say your testimony with leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or you can send it to us via email at contact at wordloversglobal.com. Now, Prophet Daniel Jedu walks us through the word. Stay tuned. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Please sit down for a while. Let's get deeper. Let's get deeper. Let's get deeper. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. The Bible says, the Holy Ghost has not been revealed because Jesus has not yet been glorified. But you see, remember in 1 Peter, the Bible says that the prophets, they prophesied by the Spirit of Christ in them. Now, Moses did this by act. And he couldn't tell what he was doing. But I'll show you. In Numbers 20, 11, the Bible says that and Moses lifted up his hand and with his rod he smote the rock twice. And the water came out abundantly. And the water came out abundantly. And the congregation drank and their beast also. Okay? Now, where did the water come from? The rock. Yesterday we learned in 1 Corinthians 10.4 that the Bible says that the rock that followed Moses was Christ. So the rock that Moses struck with his rod was actually Christ. The water that came from the rock was the Holy Ghost. So Moses did this but he couldn't tell. Moses was fulfilling John 7.39. That for the water to come out, the rock must be struck. Okay? So the Bible says that, and did all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of the spiritual rock that followed them. And that rock was Christ. So the water they drank was a spiritual water. The water they drank was the Holy Ghost. And I loved how Numbers 2011 said. They drank the water to the fullest. And they were even able to give to their beast. It tells you of the glory of the Holy Spirit. The riches of God's Spirit. So much. That is why we can get full of Him. Full of Him. Full of Him. Full of the Spirit. But look at it. In John 1934. The Bible says, and one of the soldiers took a spear 
the similitude of Moses' rod. And he pierced the side. Look at it. But one of the soldiers with a spear pierced his side. And forthwith came out what? Blood and water. Just like Moses struck the rock and water came out. The soldier struck the side of Christ and water came out. Of course, blood stands for the humanity of Christ. But the water stood for two things. The water stood for the Holy Ghost. That was going to come out of Christ. That's what I'm telling you that the Bible always puts it in such a way like the Holy Ghost is in Christ. And it is only in Christ the Holy Ghost is revealed. Now, this symbolism speaks of this wise. That without Jesus, nobody receives the Holy Ghost. That is why the people of faith, the heroes of faith in Hebrews chapter 11, could not receive the Holy Ghost who was the promise. Why? Because Jesus hadn't come. And secondly, Jesus hadn't come and died. Because they were exerting faith before the cross. But we exercise faith after the cross. Which means they were working and working towards the promise. We started from the promise. Are you getting it? We started from the promise. They were going to the promise. But the Bible says the day we were raised from the dead with Christ, the Holy Ghost came. That's you see, you can't begin the work except he comes. So he told the apostles, go up, go up into the upper room and wait for the coming of the Holy Ghost. They were not Christians until he came. So their life started when the promise came. So once the promise came unto them, from that day, their life is not once upon a time in the promise and outside the promise. Are you getting it? From that day, they walk in the promise. They walk in the promise. Wherever they walk to, promise. They even died in the promise. But the other guys, they walk to the cross. Oh. I wish a lot of people would know this. Look, your life is not an excuse. If you don't attain what God wants you to attain. Because you see, you have all the things that you ever needed in this life. Your only problem is not the devil. Your only problem is what you don't know. And what has not been real to your consciousness. The day becomes real to you. You start living like that. And that is what we are trying to do every day. That's why I don't tolerate when you are not ready for it. Because that is what God is looking for. We will push ourselves to begin to walk in that consciousness. I'm telling you, God doesn't force to be God. Does the lion force to be a lion? No. So why would you want to force yourself to be who you already are? Jesus said in my name, you cast a devil, you do this. Why, why do we now need to get ourselves into a mood before we cast a devil? I could be playing with you and if Angie has a pain in the back, just because I laid my hands, I don't need to say, pull up, pa, 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 pa. Then it must go. Because I am operating in glory. The glorified life. Don't miss Sunday. We will get deeper. I am telling you. Now that
that we have looked at this up to this point. Now let's look at the Holy Spirit as described in the Bible as the promise. And I'll show you that the Holy Spirit is also the eternal life. <laughs> oh, God's word. Let's begin from Luke 24, 49. We mentioned it yesterday. Jesus himself said it. Jesus himself called the Holy Spirit the promise. King James. Aha. Uh -huh. Look at it. And behold, I send the promise of my father. So I told you, Jesus was not the promise. I send the promise of my father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power. Oh, the promise is also called power. See, you have entered into the realm of power already. Just be conscious and use it. Power from on high. He called the Holy Ghost the promise. Jesus said the promise of the Father. So right from the Old Testament, when God was promising Abraham and promising and promising, all he was promising was God's holy self. In fact, God's most holy self. Hey, God is, I'm going to come to you. I'm going to give myself to you. In my utmost holy self. That is the Holy Ghost. He's the Holy Spirit of God. You get it? He is the Holy Spirit of God. So, God's self. Because the Holy Spirit is God as well. Do you know what you have? The most holy self of God is what you have. That is the promise. Now, Ephesians 1.13, TPT and Amplified. Look at it. In him, you also have heard the word of truth the glad tidings, the gospel of your salvation, and have believed in and adhered to and relied on him, were stamped with the seal of the long-promised Holy Spirit. The long-promised Holy Spirit. So Paul is saying that the Holy Spirit was that promise that was promised long ago. Look at the TPT. And because of him, when you who are not Jews had the revelation of truth, he had to come by word. You believed in the wonderful news of salvation. Now we have been stamped. Say we have been stamped. We have been stamped. Been, you must believe it. You, we have been stamped with the seal of what? The promise. Holy Spirit. So you that promise that they didn't get. Yet they were raising dead bodies. But they still didn't get the promise. But you, the Bible says you have been stamped. I told you, your life started from the promise. And it can only be in Christ. They struggled for. You did not. You only got it by believing in Christ. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Go to Galatians 3.14. We looked at it yesterday. So the Holy Ghost is what? The promise. So the Holy Ghost is the promise. The Holy Ghost is the now he said, Jesus Christ dissolved. I love the TPT. He dissolved the curse from our lives. 
Say, I believe. I believe. You know when you dissolve things, right? It loses its compatibility. Yeah. yeah. You, dis- you scatter it. You scatter it. So it, it has no hold. So Jesus Christ dissolved. Jesus Christ dissolved the curse from our lives. Jesus Christ dissolved the curse from our lives. Jesus Christ dissolved the curse from our lives. For what purpose? So that in him, in Christ, all the blessings of Abraham can be poured out onto the Gentiles. And now, through faith, we receive the promised Holy Spirit who lives in us. Not only have we received, but he lives in us. But Enoch, Abel, Abraham, Gideon, Rahab, Jephthah, and so on and so forth. They did amazing things by raw faith. But they did not receive the spirit. They did not receive the promise. Neither was the promise living in them. But the Bible says we have received by faith. So you see the two kinds of faith? Their faith was called faith. But it was a faith that was not in Christ. (laughs) It was raw. Our faith is in Christ. Once your faith is in Christ, you receive. Their faith was faith, but it was faith in hope. It wasn't reality. But our faith in Christ brings reality, hope into reality. Are you listening? All right. Oh, I love you, Jesus. Meditate on these things. Okay. Now, we've seen the Holy Spirit as the promise. Alright? Now, let me show you another that God called the promise. Titus 1, 1, 2, 3. Now, if the Bible says the promise, then it's only one. So, there can't be two promises. Yet, the Bible calls something else the promise. Okay. King James. Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God's elect, and the what? Acknowledging. There's a lot of meat there. And the what? Acknowledging of what? The truth. Which is what? Read on. Hold on. Did what? Promise. He did what? Promise. He did what? Promise. When? Before Yet the Bible says that the Holy Ghost was the promise that was made long ago. Which means before time, before the world began. God promised that He was going to give Himself to us by His Spirit. Now He's saying that in hope of what? Eternal life. In hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie, promised before the world began. The Old Testament folk, they didn't have eternal life. Yet God promised. Remember, we have seen in the Bible that 
the Holy Ghost was the promise. Yet God is saying eternal life is also the promise. First John 2, 22 to 25, okay? Alright. Who is a liar? But he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ. He is the Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. Remember the witness. It has to be either the Holy Ghost and the Father or the Father and Jesus or Jesus and the Father or Jesus and the Holy Ghost. So here, he says, if you deny Jesus, you have denied the Father and you have denied the Son. So the Antichrist, he blasphemes against the Father and he blasphemes against the Son. Go on. That's another topic. Whosoever denieth the Son, look at it, the same hath not the Father. There's something you're about to see for yourself. But he that acknowledgeth the Son hath the Father also. Do you acknowledge Jesus? What do you have? Say, I got the Father. Say, I've got the Father. Now, you need this consciousness. Is it not the same as 1 John 4? He said, if you acknowledge that he's the son of God, he said, the father dwells in you. So when somebody asks you, what did you receive when you believed in Jesus? Say, I have the father. I have the father himself. I've got him. Yeah. I've got the father. Go back. Huh? Then he said, go on 24. Let that therefore abide in you. He's saying that let that abide in you. What is you abide in you? The consciousness that you have the father because you acknowledge Jesus. He said let that be in you. Let it be in you. Don't forget. Don't just say it and let it go. You wake up in the morning and say you have the father. You see I just told you that begin to have consciousness that you are not a mere man. The things you have eh? if you be conscious you realize that you are not just a normal man that walks on the road. Because I have the do you know what it means to have the father? Who is the father? You must know. He's the one I have. Alright. Let that therefore abide in you. Abide means what? Let it dwell. I was listening to one of the messages, uh, the wandering heart and the and rest. And I mentioned by the grace of God that God comes into you to make his home in you. And I made an example that when I rent somebody's house, I make the house my home. Do you remember? Immediately the Holy Ghost opened my mind. And I found out in the Bible that the Bible calls our bodies house. But in us is home. I don't know if you get it. Because I said you can rent somebody's house. Which means I didn't make that example by chance. Because the Bible says our body is God's tent. Our house. The house of the Holy Ghost. But in the house, he makes the house his home. Can you see that? Oh, I was excited. I said, hey, Holy Spirit. So even examples can be, can be scriptural. Oh, oh amazing. Hmm. Okay. Let that therefore abide in you. Dwell in you. 
which ye have heard from the beginning. If that which ye have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, ye also shall continue in the Son and in the Father. Can you see that? Yes, sir. So God wants you to continue to remain in what? The consciousness of the Son and the consciousness of the Father. So when we started the second day, I told you about who dwells in you and in whom you dwell. But I never knew I was going to talk about this. So the life of faith is this. These 20 days, God has dealt well with us. I just knew that even the examples I gave were in line with, with scripture and the Holy Ghost gave them. How can I be talking about faith and I'll be talking to you about what is in you and in whom you are? Yet, that's what he gave me. But tonight, we are just reading. And he's saying that, be conscious of this. Who is in you? And in whom you also dwell. Amazing. 25, last one. And this is the promise. That he had promised us. <laughs> Even what? Eternal life. Mm. But we just saw that the promise was the Holy Ghost. Now he said that the promise is eternal life. He's giving you a clue. He's giving you a clue. Alright, 2 Timothy 1.1. 1, 1. Look at it. So the Holy Ghost is the promise. Eternal life is what? The promise. So the Holy Ghost is drawing a picture. Can we see that picture? Alright, let's read one go. According to what? The of Where is it? In Christ, in Christ Jesus. Yes, sir. Yet we are getting the clue that the Holy Spirit is life. Yes, sir. Was it not the same life that came out of Christ? Yes, sir. The water that came out of Christ. Yes. So the story is coming together. Okay. So he said the promise of life which is in Christ. No wonder they couldn't get the promise because Christ had not come. One more. First John 5, 9 to 12. And then we will add the two together. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. For this is the witness of God which he had testified of his son. He that believeth on the son of God hath the witness in himself. Yes. He that believeth not God hath made him a liar. Because he believeth not the record that God gave of his son. And this is the record that God had given to us. And this life, this life, so what is the Holy Ghost? In Christ. Is it coming together? He that hath the Son hath life. And he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. Then he said, these things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God that ye may know and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Then the next one is what a lot of people don't get. And this is the confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. What is the confidence now? What is the confidence? That you have eternal life. That is your confidence. 
Not because you can pray three hours. Your confidence that God hears your prayer is not because you pray four hours or three hours. Your confidence that God has heard your prayer is because you have eternal life. And that eternal life is his will. It's God's will. How do I know? He promised you long ago. What does it mean? It means that anytime I pray today, God hears. There's no day and there can't be any day where God will say he will never hear my prayer. It will never happen. Why? I have his will. And I do it according to his will. Okay. Now that we have seen that the Holy Ghost is the promise and the eternal life is the promise. Let's see if we can bring the two together. So we can conclude that indeed the Holy Spirit is eternal life. Ready? Yes, sir. 2 Corinthians 3 6. May the Holy Ghost lead you left and right. In the name of Jesus. Who also has made us able ministers of the New Testament? Not of the letter, but of, of the Spirit. Then he said, For the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. The spirit gives life. So now you are seeing the spirit and life. <laughs> are we putting the two together? First Corinthians 15 45. Because there's something I want to tell you. Oh, And so it is written. The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit, NLT or TPT will tell you the Bible calls a life-giving spirit. Ah, it's there. Look at it. The scriptures tell us the first man, Adam, became a living person. A living person. A person that is alive. But the last Adam, that is Christ, is a life-giving spirit. So already he just told you Christ is the Holy Spirit, right? But the two of them are different. <laughs> this is why when you think about it, you go mad. Christ is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is Christ. So sometimes we call the Holy Ghost the Spirit of Christ. You see that? Sometimes we call the Holy Ghost the Spirit of the Lord. <laughs> why? He said that is Christ. He is the life-giving spirit. But we just read 2 Corinthians 3, 6. And he said, the letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. Now here he says Christ. He is the spirit that gives life. Are you following? Yes, sir. Do you remember the co-inheritance and co-what? Existence. Because you see, the Holy Ghost is in Christ and Christ is in the Holy Ghost. When you see the Holy Ghost, you have seen Christ. When you see Christ, you have seen the Holy Ghost. So he said, Philip, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father, but the Father was not there. You see, according to divine order, once you see God the Father like this, or Jesus like this, immediately you have seen the Holy Ghost. You have seen God the Father. Once you see the Holy Ghost, you have seen God the Father. You have seen Jesus. Once you see any of them, you have seen the other. 
That's how it is like. And then, the Holy Spirit is in the Son. And the Son is in the Holy Ghost. And the Son is in the Father. And the Father is in the Son. And the Father is in the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is in the Father. He is the uniplural God. This is why you must only believe. Believe, don't reason. If you reason, Fasti will come and carry you. To Asalam. I'll show you one more scripture about the Holy Ghost. John 6, 63. It's a popular scripture. Are you with me? Oh, I love you, Jesus. Father, may this knowledge sit in our mind. May it enter our hearts. May it bring the consciousness of this word through our very being. I want you to read. Go. Hold on. The what? The spirit. The spirit. No one gives eternal life apart from the spirit. There is no other life elsewhere. It must be in the spirit. And this spirit is found in Christ. And that spirit that is in Christ is called life. So the eternal life you have is the Holy Spirit in Christ which you received when you were born. So I told you the blood and the water that came out here was a sign that Jesus was pregnant with you. Because when a woman is about to deliver nurses, they said blood and water will break, right? You see drops, then you know that there's something inside. That drop of blood and water is a symbolism that the woman is carrying something to be pushed. So when Jesus was on the cross and the soldier pierced his side, and water and blood came was a sign that Jesus was, was, was pregnant with you. And you were going to come out. So the day Jesus was raised from the dead, that's when he gave birth. But Bible said that, for it became him. For whom are all things, by whom are all things. In bringing many sons unto glory. Unto what? Unto what? Where? Not justification. Bringing many sons unto glory. Your final destination is glory. <laughs> Look at it. God. Uh-huh. For it became him. Baba this scripture. For whom are all things and by whom are all things. In bringing many sons, where? Not unto justification. Because justification is a means to glory. Redemption is a means to glory. In fact, salvation is a means to glory. Everything that went through Christ was a means unto final destination, glory. For them that he did for new, he called. And for them that he called, he justified. And for them he justified, he was glorified. He's bringing many sons unto glory. Okay. John 6, 63. Do the NLT. 
or TPT. Uh-huh. The spirit alone gives life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. And the very words I have spoken to you are spirit and life. Do you know what it means by spirit and life? What it means is that the very words that I spoke unto you are spirit, but in the spirit is found life. That is why it accomplishes. Human words are devoid of life. So it brings death. Oh, stay with the word. So when Jesus, like I'm telling you right now, do you know what is coming to you? Spirit filled with life. Ah, we just saw that the Holy Ghost is the eternal life. The Holy Ghost is the... Then again, Jesus, in him was found what? The life. Yet he said the word that I speak, life and spirit. He said the word, the words, the words, that's Christ, is what? Life and spirit. So here you are seeing the word as the spirit that has life. And you are seeing the spirit as the word that has life. That's what we call the word and the spirit. Thank you for listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed by it. We are Word and Spirit and we invite you to worship with us. You will fall in love with our Wednesday teaching service, Christian Rayma 9 at 6 p.m. Encounter the supernatural in our Friday services, dubbed Night of Bliss at 6 p.m. And sit under the reign of heaven in our Furnace service on Sunday at 8 a.m. Follow the Prophet of God on his official Facebook page, Prophet Danny-L Jedu, and on Instagram as Prophet Danny L. Jedu. For videos, you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Prophet Daniel Jedu's book, Partnership with the Lord is Out, and it's selling fasting prints and on Amazon. This book has all you need to help you assess your God-given right. You can contact Word and Spirit International Contact Services on plus 233-54722-1773 or plus 233-50432-8959 for any inquiries. So many people are listening to Prophet Daniel Jedu's podcast on Podbean and many have received testimonies by listening. We want you to share your testimony with us by leaving a write-up of it in the comment section or sending it to us via email to contact at wordloversglobal.com. You were made to live from glory to glory and your testimony is about to shake the world. You are blessed.